far away Though someday I may tell The tale of metal tangle When into your world I fell Without you now I'd wander Soaking, secretly afraid But in your grasp the fears don't last Though some of them have stayed I think I'm interrupting Trey solo, you would be wrong. I'll do this because it's just chords. <laughs> the, uh, the song that got it all started, Trey. Sample in a jar. I wish I still had the dull soul. Take the top down and play sample in a jar right now. I wish I could r- go back to exactly that moment when I first heard that song and my mind blew up. 
and I was just like, "What? What, that? what was that?" Like I had, lis- I had listened. That's to- better than Pink Floyd. I had listened to Technotronic. <laughs> I hadn't even found Pink Floyd yet. I was listening no, to was- Color Me Bad. Wow. Wow, that's, <laughs> like that's I a had, big upgrade. Man. Right, it was it was that's, it was that's substantial. Scarlett Johansson from Alanis Morissette kind of upgrade. Yeah, it was, it was pretty revolutionary. I was like, uh, Reynolds, top forty Z one hundred music, you know, coming right off of like Thompson Twins eighties and Flock of Seagulls. That's what was on the top forty, and then it's like, ah, uh, Technotronic, Young MC, uh, MC Hammer, and then all of a sudden somebody's like, hey, you know who the best guitar player of all time is? And I was like, no. And he's like, this guy, Trey Anastasio, is a camp counselor of mine. And I was like, who? He's like, he's with the band Fish. But they're not spelled Fish. They're so spelled P-H-I-S. Like 94, 95? 93. 93? Okay. And I was like, okay, uh, what do you got? And he played some stuff, and I was like, huh. Now, the thing is, it wasn't like today where you could just consume, right? So you can't no. just be like, oh, I'll look into that and find everything of the band within five hours. So it slowly came in between... You know, the end of 93 and uh, the summer of 93 and the first time I had ever heard the name Trey Anastasio mentioned and 95 when I became a devotee of that band. Yeah, I think I heard Sample in a jar on the radio. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard it on the radio. Wow. good for them. And then I went out and bought Hoist. Yep. And the rest is uh, the rest is history. money so. spent. Uh, and yeah, welcome to the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. I woke up this morning to a text uh, from a friend of mine that said, so how many character zeros are you up to now? <laughs> right, just an insane <laughs> like, amount. Like, it's, it's got to be in the 20s, right? Oh, of course. Uh, episode 70 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew back with you to uh, shed more goodness in the trivia world upon... Oh, nothing but goodness. Nothing but trivia goodness. <laughs> I got so much. This week, I am loaded. Some weeks, I got to be honest... With the with the audience at large, some weeks I come into this thing flying blind. I don't know if it's a matter like of two things. sometimes. Like I, I feel like I always try to put the same amount of work in. Sure, it's just a matter of what's going on in the world. Like sometimes, right? It all gets there by the time the quiz is out. But in terms of getting it to you early, a week beforehand, that's a different story. And sometimes I don't have everything. Uh, the way I want it in terms of the stuff I want to discuss and what I've learned and all this fun stuff. So this is a, the opposite. Uh, this week I've got it all sitting right in front of me, and I just cannot wait to get going. So if you want to start off, feel free. Otherwise, I will go right at you with not just a question I think you will get, but one that I just I just love. I just love this question because it could go a couple different ways, and I want to see which way. Well, you're, you're talking it. this question up, so why don't you go with with yours? In April I'll, of 2015, I'll... what fictional creature was made an official citizen of Japan? Godzilla. Yes, Godzilla. So they call him Godzilla over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean, there was. This, I, I looked this up. I was like, "Oh, that's funny." No, dude. There's a ceremony. There's a whole thing. I wonder why they like Godzilla so much. The Godzilla that they got dressed, the person in the Godzilla suit that they got to accept the citizenship award, was the same size as the rest of the Japanese people who was accepting the award. Yeah, from. I mean, isn't the whole? So God, I don't know a lot about Godzilla. I'm not a fan of the. the Films or anything? Radioactive but, lizard gone crazy. What and, else do you have to and, know? And is, is it created in Japan or I is it created so. by an American? I think it was created in Japan. I don't know. Because I thought the fun of it is watching all the Japanese like screaming for their lives as Godzilla comes and like steps on them. And I don't know that that's the fun of it. And there's their city down. I mean, is that. Did we do that to them? Did, did, they, make a, did, did they make a Godzilla like when we were in high school? Oh, yeah. There was a Godzilla There's movie, no right? question. 
If I remember later than that, too, because the guy Bowie, from Breaking Bad was just Bowie in the Godzilla do a song movie. on that soundtrack? Yeah, I'm reasonably sure he did. Heroes? Was that Heroes? Yeah. yeah. Is that I think where I actually had Godzilla? that soundtrack, which is Because that's exactly what David Hasselhoff that just re-released. That was his new released single. Was he Heroes? Heroes. And I think it was a, I think it was a redone version of Heroes that David Bowie did for the Godzilla movie, if I'm not mistaken. But I could ask this one: Is it true or false? David Hasselhoff wears a jacket that says "Don't hassle the Hoff" oh, that's, almost that's everywhere he absolutely goes. Absolutely true, because I've yeah. seen that reported. That's unbelievable. It's, All right, uh, so yeah, Godzilla so, is an so official fantastic. citizen of Japan. In case you were curious, there is a ceremony, and I would encourage all of you to go watch it because it is. One of the most Japanese things I've ever seen in my life. I was hoping maybe Hello Kitty would make it into your... Yeah, we did that a couple weeks ago, right? The train, the Hello Kitty train. Well, this is what I'm actually thinking about doing is revising this as a multiple choice question. Like, what fictional character was made? Hello Kitty. And, like, something else. What else could it... Mothra? (laughs) Isn't that Godzilla? That's part of Godzilla. Yeah, Yeah, like genre. Yeah, another bad guy. Another fictional character. Tom Cruise. (laughs) <laughs> it's the last samurai. <laughs> There's some stand-up comic who had just a great lie. He's like, they will sell you anything. They will say, they will literally say you are so stupid that you will believe Tom Cruise is the last samurai. That was offensive. If you have to think of all the offensive, like we saw Scarlett Johansson pulling out of playing Tex Gill, but Tom I mean, Cruise how they could dress up Tom Cruise? The last as samurai. Samurai. Yeah, and, but do you, do you know the the premise of that? Of movie? why he was the... Well, did you see the movie? I did see the movie, yeah. Okay, so then you understand. it's not He's not the last samurai. He's a U.S. Civil War, uh, you know, whatever they call him. Uh, one of these guys that... Reenactors? That... No, 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 no. Not not at all. He's a deserter. A deserter. So he left the Civil War and went to Japan because he didn't want to f- okay. fight and die. Yeah, so and I then he basically the helped... He basically, I think I fell asleep. He basically helped uh, organize the last group of samurais in, in a resistance movement to... You know, go up against government uh, control. Basically, he was helping fight, uh, helping organize this last group of samurai. And was this before the government had guns, so they were able to like fight? Well, with up swords? until that point, they were they were very you know whatever. But then the government got guns, right? Okay. <laughs> that usually seems to end the, right. Exactly. <laughs> so the, it's like okay, that's that's that great. whole samurai thing was cute until well, there was there was a guns. great scene. I don't even know what movie it is, but this guy. Oh, you know what it was? Indiana Jones. So I don't know if you remember the original Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's I one of my remember favorite scenes ever. They this guy. Yeah, yeah, I remember. They're about to face he does off. That whole he thing. does that whole thing with the knives and, like crazy, and, and Indy just, just takes shoots, out a gun and shoots him. Yeah. And that was the best because, like, all of those cliche uh-huh. fights, that's exactly what happens every single time. The show off, the bravado. You the know. guy's doing the karate chops, <laughs> right. like, like breaking a sound barrier. <laughs> just like, oh, that was that. Uh, all right, go ahead. What you got? Did you see the first trillion-dollar company? Yeah, Apple. Com- Apple, Apple broke became the, uh, the first trillion-dollar company. They don't company. deserve it because their products have gone downhill for a number of years, and their operating system isn't as effective so as just to put this to in be, perspective, I don't like it. Just to put this in perspective like of what a trillion dollars is, because yeah, I, I, I don't think people realize this. Money. So I looked at other countries' markets. There's, there's the two largest stock markets besides the U.S. Okay, England. The, nope. Really? Okay. Uh, this is based based on total country um, stock market for the total country. China, China is number three. Okay. Actually, they just got surpassed by somebody. Japan, Japan. Okay, I think they go back day to day almost. Right, They're right, about right. the same. Yeah, that's what I'd imagine because the so tech companies each, are so valuable. Each China and Japan, their total stock market value right is six trillion dollars. Oh wow! 
So Apple would make like, up almost twenty, you know, like eighteen yeah. percent, something like that, of China's entire yeah, stock makes, market. That's crazy. crazy, right? That is crazy. Well, it's a valuable company, and people like their stuff. I just hope it keeps getting better, and they're not, you know, resting Do on. You ever see walls. a number of like what percentage of people have iPhones? Yeah, it's small compared to Android global. What about na- nationally? Oh, it's probably a higher percentage, but I still don't think it's... Have you ever heard of that cell phone that they make in uh, in China that we can't get over here? No. All right, I'll have to look it up. There's, there's this... On the Y or something like that? Hold on. Something with an, a, a, an H? I can't think of the name of it, uh, but apparently there's a cell phone that they make in China right. that the U.S. government has like somehow managed to keep out of the U.S., and it's like the most superior cell phone by far. Best camera... Best battery life, all this stuff, but we can't get it here because none of our carriers. Like even if you buy it in China right. and you it bring it here, it won't work. It won't work. Carriers, here. right? But it's probably also because they don't want the Chinese government having access to all of those. Uh, think, think about that. If you, or do you think that, that we have a trillion dollar company that's based on having these everybody having these phones, yet uh, a Chinese company is out there making a better product that they're keeping it out? You don't think that's possible? I think that's part of it, but I also think there's a huge security risk if you bring in a Chinese company to supply the U.S. market's uh, data. Like, think of all the... All you got to do is put a backdoor in that product, and then the Chinese government can basically hack the communications of every American and know everything that's going on. All right, well, I will say this. I will say this. I do believe that there's no difference in China between government and company. Right. So that's what I'm saying. So that, so that would problem. be the plan. That's that's part of what, you know, some of the security measures like we don't use Chinese motherboards at Lockheed Martin in our fighter jets. Like we have to develop all, right. all of those things from scratch because there's major national security concerns. If they're able that to seems more products, like direct. But, yeah, I guess what you're saying is true. If it, they had all of our information, it, even if it isn't, it's a hell of an argument to make for protectionism. <laughs> In other words, if you are protecting Apple, you can just. Spin all right. It. So then why isn't that a why isn't that a news story? Like, why is nobody doing a story on the fact that there's this incredible product coming from China, but we can't get it because we're worried that the Chinese are spying on us? Our media is owned by various corporate interests. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that have conflicted. That's why I've just, you know, what, you know who I listen to now? Who? Vegas. Oh, yeah. Vegas is the only one that it's has true, no. Because if people are betting on it, they'll <laughs> right. tell you the honest All thing. All they care about is cash. Right. So. so if you want to know what the odds of something being are, right. just go to Vegas. Right. Vegas will tell you <laughs> what the odds are. Or Atlantic City now. Right. Or we're just going to say Atlantic City from now on. Forget right. Vegas. Um, all right. Here's one. I think you'll get this one as well, but uh, you never know. Who holds the Guinness Book of World Records for the most broken bones at 433? I hope it's Evil Knievel. It is Evil Knievel. Nice. Nice get. Boom. Nice. Yeah, I it's asked, nice when the answer works out to be the guy you want. You know how many times make, I've seen questions no, where there's it'll no be that else, that and that the answer will be fit. yeah. If that's not the answer, it's a terrible question. Right. That's how I look at it. Right. And I actually ask it on the quiz to make it even easier. What Daredevil holds the Guinness Book of World Records? You don't even need it. No, yeah, probably not. You don't even need it. Probably not. So, all right, what do you got? Where to go with this? Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Quick over-under is not really the question, but just over-under 100 years, how long has Vogue magazine been around? Hmm. That's interesting. What are we, 2018? I'm going to guess it's over, and it's probably like right over. Like like right over. I was shocked. Vogue has been around 126 years. Wow. Okay, so it's even amazing. older than that. So 1800s? Yeah. Wow, good for them. Crazy, right? 
So that's crazy that you asked that because I have any, I have a tremendous piggyback. In its 126 year history, Vogue had the first cover shoot done by a black photographer. <laughs> in 126 years. Way to be progressive, guys. Right. <laughs> finally. Yeah, finally. Who was on the cover? Who's on the cover of the first Vogue cover shot by a black photographer? Jesus. I have no idea. This is your evil Knievel question. Who is the only person that makes sense to be on <laughs> this? this? Like Tyra the... Banks? Like, uh, maybe if it was 10 years ago. Uh, I mean, who's the qu- who's the queen bee? Oh, Beyonce? Beyonce. Okay. Yeah, but I don't think of her as a model. You yeah, know but I don't mean? think you have to be a model to be on the cover no, of Vogue. No. I think it's a general yeah, celebrity yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, no, that's it's totally reasonable. And, I mean, you got to think every magazine out there probably tries to push to get Beyonce. Sure. As She's as big of a get as you can right. get, right? Yeah, I can't think of anyone bigger. So this is actually the perfect It's funny that we hit these things in the same... Uh, uh, in the same time period, I could ask this as a two, or you know the same round, but I could ask this as a two part question here. Um, the first magazine in history was a literary and philosophy magazine. Any guess as to the year? I'll give you the year within fifty years, either way. And I'll get. And the question is, what country was the first magazine ever published in? All right, give me the whole thing in one clear thought so I can... So I'm looking... Here. The first magazine in history. First, first magazine known in history. magazine in history. You want that within 50 years in either within direction. Within 50 years in either direction. When that was, was published. a literary and philosophy magazine. Okay. And I want to know what country it was published in. So what country is responsible for giving us the magazine is basically the way I ask it. I give you the answer of the year in the way I phrase the question. I'm not giving that to you because I want to see if you can get anywhere close <laughs> to the year. Yeah. Hmm. And you already know at least it's 126 years. At least 126 years. That's what I'm working with. Because you just had a clue. Vogue Uh, was not the first because it was not. uh, What did you call it again? A science and philosophy magazine. Correct. Vogue was not the first. There was no Queen Bay from 18 whatever. It's like oh, I hear she's going to show ankle in this in this issue. All right, let's go with – because I really don't have a lot to work with. I'm not going to waste a lot of time with this. So if you're giving it to me within 50 years in either direction, I'll say 1800. 1663. Okay. 1663, what country? I'll go with uh, – science. And now the way I ask the question is the first magazine in history was literary. I'm going to say England, even though I, I, just because it's. This is the surprise answer. It's German. German. Yeah, I was thinking German. So. Yep. Philosophy. And uh, that was the literary and philosophy. I just couldn't pick against England because yeah, they, you of know, their power and, and wealth at the time. And, and printing they prowess. Were able to, that's yeah, yeah, that's so their whole I was thinking Germany, MO. though, especially when it was science, when you're talking about science. I don't think of England as being this great like yeah, science juggernaut. Germany it, even gave us the magazine Newton in 1663. Newton was of that time. So. Sure, sure, sure. So I found that a little bit interesting. I don't know. It's a tough question. But I know he had something called Principia that he put out, but it, it wasn't a magazine. It was just a, just a, 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 a book. Science book. Yeah, science book. <laughs> right. All right. Throw one more at me uh, if you want. That I can... was some tough stuff. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to beat myself up over that. No, no. You want more? I want one more, and then I'll give you my my favorite one. 
It's a ridiculous question. What radio question. personality had his content removed by Apple, Facebook, and YouTube? Alex Jones. In the is news. this a sin or what? What, what? what has happened to this well, guy? Well, Stern had a very Howard Stern had a very interesting take on it. The guy is a. Do you remember the Weekly World News? Yeah, where a uh, kid. cat has a baby. Bat boy right. found in, yeah, 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 in yeah, cave. Yeah, yeah. Half man, half aliens bat. discovered right. in Wisconsin. Right, and uh, and on and on and on. I, I remember like bringing that home the first time I saw it, and you know, being a kid and not knowing it was fake. Sure. And be like, wait, no, they could put it in the paper. No, if it's fake, there's an alien boy. Like, no, no, you don't understand. The whole thing is fake. fake, So it's okay because it's It's a parody. It's a parody, exactly. I didn't, I didn't know that. For the folks out there that don't have a very high education, okay, level, (laughs) let let me explain something. Let me lead in with this: is I used to be a big fan of of Alex, and I will say I used to be right. Uh, But But I would assume at no point in time did you assume that he was genuinely affected by what he talks about. Well, I'll tell you the jumping off point for me was the Sandy Hook. That's where I got out. Yeah, right. Uh, I was like, this is just awful. This is ridiculous. Yeah, and and I got out at that point. Right. So, But but pre that, I I don't know. I mean, I thought a lot. Well, okay. So what about when you used to listen to uh, Coast to Coast? I love Coast to Coast. Right. Didn't you feel like every one of those cells was like, wow, that's really compelling. That's some really compelling stuff I listened to it. Right, okay. Love it. Did anything ever come to fruition that you remember hearing over the last 20 years, <laughs> ever? Well, there, that Bilderberg meeting takes place. Every year. That's that's right. I mean, it that's, sure th- does. There is some truth to oh, some um, of this stuff. I, okay. Right. But my point is, the level at which they take it to for showmanship purposes. Uh, you know, a lot of the conspiracy interested. stuff around that, like the, the Gulf of Tonkin, that turned out to be true. Um I'm fascinated with the Kennedy assassination and all that kind of stuff. So, so there, there, okay, there's to say none of it. I'm not I, saying I'm not say any. Cons- uh, there's usually some sliver of truth to most conspiracy theories. There's some something there, but that's not the point. The point is he is selling conspiracy theories. That's what he does. He is an actor who is playing the part of somebody who is super obsessed with all of these conspiracy theories. And he has admitted as such. He admitted that in his divorce documents. His lawyer very specifically said, Mr. Jones is playing the part of a character that does all this wacky right, stuff. So this was post Sandy Hook when I was already out. And he said he's I, playing I, a character. I, I, and, and I, 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 don't I thought it was such a betrayal to his fans to say <laughs> that because it's like, how he's, are you still following this guy? He in court. He in court admitted that he's an acting. Right, but that's the whole point. There is a huge percentage of people that read the Weekly World News because they were believing that stuff. They were like, I'm telling you, man, they're the goddamn damn bat boys taking you into cave. I've seen so? the picture. Dude, have you people been around really this country? Reading the have Weekly you World been News been around that this country? Yes, there are people out there that will believe anything that is told to them if you can sell it in some sort of efficient manner. There was a study I read that said they had a guy who tried to sell an audience two sets of facts, right? They did one with an American accent, and then they put the same exact thing with a British guy, and like 73% of the audience, same audience uh, demographics, meaning it's obviously not the same people because they know they're being fooled, but the same demographics. Sure. 73% believe the British guy, hook and ladder, and it was like 22% with the American guy with the southern accent. So... There's ways to manipulate people to just make them believe no, what that, they're... That makes sense. Right. So you... I, I have... I just feel like Alex Jones started off as this crusader of alternative media and trying to 
do the right thing, and he just went down a rabbit hole of money where he became more and more popular, I, 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 and he had to be more and more he, outlandish. I, right. and he just, I think he's playing the part he of an just outrageous character this. who's into conspiracy theories, just like all of the other, like the Weekly World News. The Weekly World News had every good conspiracy theory in the world at some point. So if you're saying that now that now Alex Jones is the Weekly World News, right. I don't think he started off to be the Weekly World News. No. I, that's, my, that's my opinion. I don't, I don't know that I agree or disagree, but I at think, some point in time, that strategy became yeah, he, clearly... He went down the wrong... He right, went down the wrong that, that became clearly obvious that's what he was doing so uh, you know i agree uh, that censorship in general is bad but my whole thing is that if you're a private platform offering for free this service to the general you can set whatever rules you want you don't have to allow people to use your platform to get whatever message they want out i certainly don't want a pedophile getting on there and being like i'm gonna have a channel where well, i espouse the that's illegal that's okay, a, that's, it's illegal. So that's a different. This guy's this guy's literally got parents that. whose kids were murdered, and he's having people show up at their houses harassing. Well, them. he's not having people. Okay, well, it's his his nonsense that is causing that to uh, you know culminate in those. You actions. don't see any slippery slope here that now we're having major we're having companies now decide what we can listen to. I think that content? that's their right to begin with. I think that the alternative is very simple. Have a company that gets out there like Fox oh, News right. and say... But the internet was our alter alternative. Right, but right? there are alternatives because on Kate... the internet. There's a site called Vote that still has not There's an alternative to uh, YouTube. You may not know about it. It may not be a billion-dollar company like well, the way so, the others... So in other words, it's impossible to find. <laughs> okay, but that's that's his job. You're a fan of him. Listen to him. Have him find it. Have him tell you where he's going to be. It's not like his platform was banned everywhere, and now he's not allowed to do anything. You can still create individual content. You don't think this is there. a death blow for his brand? You know, I, I think that in a capitalist society, brand... not that I care about his brand anymore. Like right. I said, I, I'm not, I, I, I'm not a fan any longer. I, I was I, at one I point. Un in time. I understand the argument of the free speech elements, but not when it's a paid, when it's a privately held company that's providing the platform, the technology. If it was like the U.S. government's free Twitter. That goes to the world, and it was some sort of you know open platform like that, or like I don't know. Well, wait till they come to ban trivia because it makes people think. You know what I'm uh, saying? Oh well, you know. <laughs> That's a, I, that was a joke. I actually, I actually could ask this one as a last one because it is kind of a, a weird piggyback here. But um, do you happen to know? I was going to ask this in entertainment, but I'll skip it for entertainment. And do it in general knowledge. Okay. According to Amazon, what Margaret Atwood novel was the most read of 2017? Wow. Jeez. And there's a really I thought I would have known this. There's a really compelling reason why, and it's very interesting. And it feeds into exactly what you just said about censorship and all this other stuff. I, I, I'm shocked I don't know this, and I don't. The Margaret Atwood is not ringing a bell at all. Um, I, I, I don't know. A Handmaid's Tale. Oh. Uh, Okay. Well, isn't that the Amazon show? Right, but it's now, it, according to Amazon, the most read book on Kindles in 2017 was A Handmaid's Tale. All so right. they track it like iTunes tracks singles. That's convenient, though. It is convenient for them. Of course it is. But I'm saying it was probably partially spurred by the fact that that show was so successful. Oh, definitely, wanted right? To go, and it, it won, it it won, won all the those best awards. show yeah. and whatever else. But basically, won Emmy, right? do you know the premise of A Handmaid's you, Tale? You told me this. Uh, it's uh, awful. Uh, yeah, you told me this. Yeah, on it's some, it's really time. awful. Like, That's why I had never even thought about watching the show. Right, but like the premise that set up this dystopian society, this horrible society, yeah, was a, a guy 
that was a plant in the government basically mowing down all of Congress, the Senate, the president at a, you know, at a what do you, the State of the Union address. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that was left behind to, you know, be the one survivor or whatever, he was the guy ahead of the plot. And he was basically this ultra radical Christian who planned to, you know, turn the entire country into a religious uh, totalitarian right. state. So fun times in future yeah. America, folks. Yeah, I think that we started talking about it once because I said, oh, I got to watch this Handmaid's Tale. It's winning all these awards. And you it. were like, do you know what it's about? Yeah, you don't want to <laughs> watch it. You what it was about. I was like, okay, right, I'm done. Show for that. Yeah, no thanks. Give Handmaid's me Arrested Tale. Development Season 5. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right. Uh, Something I, I can sink my teeth if into. If you want to move into sports, we definitely can. I have one more kind of funny one that I just want to – I wanted to do this on the podcast because I decided to take out the uh, – uh, the the detail that is why this question is funny. So if you want me to get this last one in, uh, do one first, and then I'll you got one more general knowledge. All right, did you see what company has a new tool to limit time people are using their app? What company has a new tool to limit time people are using their app? Facebook? Yes. I would assume that's the only <laughs> one that so that think about problem this. could exist. Think about this. Imagine being a company... That is now creating a tool. Something so So you addictive. use it less yeah, because like it's gambling. so addictive. Right. I think there's a problem here. I think this is like – right. it's like gambling yeah. or, or drug use. Sure. It's like we're actually now limiting your – You guys need to cut it off. <laughs> this is too much. Well, I told you. I think using asked, our product We've mentioned this on much. the podcast before, but like Facebook was cited as a reason in like 40% of U.S. divorces, divorces yeah. that came out last year, which is just – you we got to check back on that study in New Guinea. Didn't they outlaw yeah, Facebook for a, for month. a month just to see what Everybody effect stop. The, the fact it will have on the, on the, on the population? I, I, I think I read it. There's rainbows out. People are in the streets dancing. So I, I don't know. use Facebook. So what is this tool? Like you said it a you said things like, don't let me use it for more than yeah, it's probably 20 minutes like the, at a time. the same tools that they have on gambling apps. So that it's just that, that's ding, like, ding, ding right. after 20 minutes. Sorry, you're no longer to take money out on your credit card. And I wonder if you can override it or if it automatically... <laughs> I need another 20! I need another 20. I have to see that cat gift. Yeah, what are people doing on this thing? It's frightening. Uh, I don't even know. I can't... I don't have a personal Facebook, so I can't speak to how it looks... When you're an individual, all I have is are like the quizzo. No, the only thing Facebooks. I the only thing I can say is like people just staring at their phone and then moving their thumb, like like they're staring at a blank could, void could be and just yeah. But swiping if it's not down. Facebook; it's Instagram, which is the same company. Oh, they also have that. No, Instagram has the tool also. Yeah, good. So it's, don't worry. That makes sense. <laughs> they should have that for like the amount of pictures taken. It's like, look, you don't need another fourteenth selfie today. Okay, <laughs> stop. I don't want to see your lunch. I'm not interested. <laughs> Um, all right, here we go. This is my the most interesting question I had of the week. In 2013, one company canceled a promotion that paired random French and English words inside a bottle cap after one customer received an offensive combination. So this company thought it would be a good idea to throw a French word and an English word at random together and match them in a bottle cap. You want to know what the uh, the offensive combination word was? I'm not putting it in the in the quiz because I don't want to. Mentioned it, but it offend was, anyone? Oh, it was so good. Yeah, what's the combination? You retard. Oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bad one, but I, I can't imagine how hard I'd be laughing if I opened that bottle cap. I have seen but the picture of that bottle one. cap. It that is, is pretty funny. One. You retard. <laughs> like, of all the combinations to get, 
how is that even possible? All right, I will guess that it is Orangina. Coca-Cola. Oh, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola, you retard. Wow. See, if now if I had opened that cap and it was from Coca-Cola, oh, I got I some call money coming to me. I will call a I got some money coming to me. The Coca-Cola, <laughs> that's like the magic cap. That's like its own. I would drive over to Linwood and get Woo-hoo. myself an attorney Look and tell him how offended I You know what I would do? I, I would try to fall down or something, get some kind of mark on oh, me. Right. <laughs> got to get some kind of a... Just say there's some... In a huff of rage right? how offended I am. Yeah. So I, I wonder, like, is retard a French word that means something else? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> it's got to be. It can't that's, mean. That's what there's I'm no way that, I mean, unless somebody got into the the, the bottling. Uh, right. But I'm, I'm doing curious it, if anybody to in, play the, a joke. in the Quizzo universe knows what uh, retard is in French. Maybe it's a totally different word. Um, all right. Let's move on to sports. I took three years of French, and unfortunately... I le retard. Don't remember you are what the French refer to as any of it. Le retard. Um, you want to ask the first sports question since I just it means gave you that delay. Gem. Well, there you go. Retard to delay. So right. you delay. It doesn't matter. It was just random words. They oh, they weren't given a message. No, they weren't given a message. They were just two random words: a French word and an English word. Oh well, yeah. Somebody's so, got to go through and right. look at the French words that you could delay. possibly be. You delay makes sense, right? Yeah. You delay. I wait. Whatever. Those, those could be all perfectly normal. But you retard. That's no good. Wow. Retard to delay. That's perfect. What do you got? Sports. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <I'm> distracted <laughs> for a second. I got uh, distracted with French words. Yeah. All right, what am I looking at? Oh, sports. Yeah. Fantastic. Two for 10, all three for 20. Give me college football's preseason one, two, and three. If it ain't Alabama, you're not trying. Just one thing on Alabama real quick. And they're like, since 2009, guess how many times they've been an underdog in a game? Once. Once. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. (laughs) It's in nine years. It's amazing. They've been an underdog once. It's amazing that it was even once. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, I mean, nah. but you know, eventually you get a road game Ridic- against Auburn or something. Yeah. I think Ohio State was three. Um, yes. And I think, was it Georgia two? You, you missed one. Oh, Georgia's yeah. four. Oh. Oh, no, no. Was it? Oh, yeah. I think Georgia's four. Oklahoma's five. I want to Clemson? Talking. Yeah, Clemson's two. two. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Clemson. I was I was flipping between Georgia and Clemson two, four, Now, stop, did but... you think that Ohio State was going to drop it all with the news about Urban Meyer? Not in the preseason rankings because that wasn't taken into account yet. So you're not going to change those. You're going to go lay any money on the under 10.5 wins that they are at now? No, not necessarily. I, I don't. He's you, not going to lose his job. Here, here's the thing. When these types of situations happen, I try to not think about profiting from them or and or analyzing them from a strategic standpoint. Like, what? I, I don't like Ohio <laughs> so wait, State. So wait. So, wait, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> I don't think I follow you I, here. I do not want to now The first start... thing I hear is the first thing goes, what's the over-under on the one total on Ohio State? How right. can I That's get what you, yeah, How can I, I what's get the max yes. on, on the under? I hear I sexual abuse scandal. I, I don't, don't want to place a bet on the team no, no. or root the, for them. The first thing I do is I go look at what are the odds on Urban Meyer to get fired. And sit your <laughs> What are the odds Again, on Urban follow Vegas, folks. It has the job. answers to everything. Well, you know what? Here's the true story then. Now, here you go. Right. So my first thing when I hear this story, I look at to see the odds. The odds on Urban Meyer keeping his job right. was like one in six. Okay. So like 85% chance he's going to get fired Right. Okay. when this news came out. And it looked bad because he came out. He said he had no idea about it. 
Right. And then, then he came back and said he reported it to. So you're like, yeah. all right, now he's lying. So you've already he's, lied. <laughs> he's dead and he's toast. But then I think to myself, if I'm Ohio State, you're am never I going to leave Urban Meyer? You're <laughs> never going to get another I'm not going to get rid of Urban Meyer. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to figure out a way. <laughs> get rid of somebody else. Well, and I'm going to make it look like he was telling the truth, no matter what. Right. And now all of a sudden, the odds on him to keep his job is like 1500 to, to, to In other words, you'd have to spend $1,500 to win 100 for him keeping his job. So the, the odds have flipped completely. Oh, yeah. And now he's going to stay. Yeah, please. But he still did the same thing that he did. Yeah. The story's just now different. Sure. They had a rally for him. Right. Because so. he reported it. Oh. Because sure. if he didn't report it. I reported it. I reported it. Well, who'd you report it to? I reported uh, it to Jim. campus police. Jim. <laughs> Jim. Jim. Did he report it? Jim. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, yeah. Coach yeah, reported yeah. it. Coach, coach reported coach was right over reporting. Because oh, he just said he didn't know about it. He said he had heard nothing about No, no, no. No, no, no. He reported it. And what did you do but with his, the information, His Jim? wife's got texts from the other guy's wife that got beaten, that she was getting beaten, and that she couldn't. But he said he didn't know about it. Uh, well, he reported it, and uh, that's policy. Has, has anybody heard from Jim? We can't seem to find Jim anymore. Uh, Jim? I was just immediately thinking, would Notre Dame hire him? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> spoken, how long, spoken like a true fan. Like, which how every long? college program is like, are mine available? I like the guys who start like the Ohio State fans that are now like rationalized. They're like, "Well, he didn't, he didn't beat his wife. He didn't I beat mean, his what, wife. What is, what is, it wasn't his fault. <laughs> Not like he told his coach to beat his wife." Uh, yeah, that is that is frightening stuff. All right, well, there you go. So this is a good coaching segue question. This is my uh, my interesting one of the week. You ready? Interest Drew's interesting one of the week. Ray Lewis's first sack ever was against a QB. That would later become the head coach of the last team he ever played against. <laughs> the last team he ever played against. Okay. So his first sack was on a quarterback who would eventually become head the head coach of the last team he ever played a game against. All right. So. There's not that many QBs who became head coaches. So right. you could probably start there. Right. And then if you you tie Ray Lewis into it. Then... It's a great question. It's a great Thank question. You. I'm just trying to figure out how I can uh, get to the right answer. I looked at Ray Lewis's sack total because I was looking at the Hall of Fame inductees that were coming in, and I wanted to see where he's, you know, for linebackers, how far do you have to go? What what were his stats looking like? Like, yeah. how great were Ray Lewis? Ray Lewis's stats were pretty unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Just he's Ray Lewis. Right. He was Ray Lewis. But he— Top but, five linebacker of all time. But he wasn't just Ray Lewis. And isn't he, is he in the—what's the club? The 30-30 club? Yeah. One yeah. of the few guys with 30 interceptions. Interceptions and, right, 30, 30 sacks. sacks. Yeah. So what was impressive to me was not only the unbelievable consistency, but just how fast he got there. Like, it was like Ray Lewis was Ray Lewis the second Like he the spent, day he got there? Like the, <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll bring it up. Yeah, it's crazy he didn't get drafted higher, right? Was he? A, yeah, mid-first round. Yeah, mid-first round. A lot of those great linebackers, though, don't go early. No, and I think he might have had some question marks coming in in terms of, uh, you know, uh, it wasn't really measurables. uh, So I'm going to guess Ray Lewis was a rookie in 97? Somewhere in that range? Yeah, you're you're right there. So who was a quarterback in 97 that was a quarter, that was a head coach? In the last team he played against, 
Yeah, he was drafted in ninety six. I don't have a better I really don't have a better guess than uh, Jim Harbaugh. You got it. Yes. Nice get. Thanks. That's that's the only to me that was the only way to go because if you remember his last game, he won the Super Bowl. Right. So they beat Against the Niners. Against the Niners. Okay. It was the Harbaugh Bowl. So I gotcha. figured if you could figure Oh, Lewis! I, I, you're right. I should have. I should have started there, but I didn't. I started at a ridiculous method of when he was a. <laughs> I should have thought of his last game. So I didn't remember that he won the Super Bowl in his, in his last game, and I thought I would have no chance of figuring out who. So Lewis, who was, who was I, let me give you his. <laughs> this guy's just ridiculous. Did he show up to the Hall of Fame and give a speech? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> he gave a 30 minute speech. All right. So I kind of look at tackles as uh, an assists. Um, and then sacks, you know, in collection. I think as a linebacker, that's probably right. the way Reasonable. to go. So, rookie season, two and a half sacks, 95 tackles, 15 assists. Okay. That's a pretty impressive oh, rookie? rookie season. Yeah. Second year, four sacks, 156 tackles, 28. Now we're talking. Three sacks, 101, 19. Three and a half, 131 and 37. Three, 107, 30. Three and a half, 112 and 49 assists. Then he got injured one year, two thousand. And you have to remember too, he's on a team with other Hall of Famers. Right. Like you're not talking about other no. guys that aren't getting tackles here right. and sacks. So then uh one and a half, one twenty, one a hundred, forty one and forty six uh assists respectively. He had another injury plague season, played half the year, only had thirty eight tackles, and then the decline kinda hit for uh, you know, a stretch in terms of total effect. And what season are we in? Now we're in 2006, so 10 years into the league. All right. And he's got 80 tackles, 5 sacks, 23 assists, 82 tackles, 2 uh, sacks, 38 assists, 85, 3.5, 32. So now he's getting better again. 95, 3, and 39. So right back to rookie season. He went to get that Kobe uh, right. blood. Then in, at, at the ripe France. age of 35 years old, 102 tackles again, yeah. uh, two sacks, 37, 72 tackles, two sacks. And then his last season, which you really knew, that was the end, uh, 2012, uh, 44 tackles, one sack. Yeah, still won a Super Bowl. Still won a Super Bowl. So, But that's that's a career, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, guy's just ridiculous. What could he say? Yep, absolutely. Except for why he was, wasn't he drafted earlier. All right, fire away. Uh, let's see if you know this one. Who has the most wins of any Latin American pitching? Yeah, I assumed you meant that. Um, Anyone born in Latin America who's got the most Major League Baseball wins? Wow, what a great question. I'll tell you what. Well, I don't want to interfere, and then I'm going to comment on that comment. Yeah, it's a tough tough one because longevity is the – is the key to that question, right? Not, not. Uh, <laughs> All right, you're on the right track now. Not spark. Well, yeah. like, mm. God, who pitched just a, forever? Man, I just, uh, I don't feel like he has the career length, but I'm just gonna say Pedro Martinez. Okay, so. I bet he's not even close. Now, Pedro Martinez, I, this is a great, I mean, great guess, right? He's great. So anyway, one of the greatest of all time. But longevity, longevity, exactly, is key to this. Yeah, he didn't have it. 
And who's got more longevity? Was he Art Big Gener- Sexy. Oh, my God. Bartolo Colon. He got there last night. Oh, my God. That's unbelievable. You know what? <laughs> if I had really thought about it, I could have got Because that guy. Yeah, you were all over it. That guy was done. That guy was done like tw- 12 years ago. Like 12 years ago, he fell away. Done. And it was like. Oh, Nothing left. Washed up. Right. And it, now he's like 46 years old and he's still. That toad can sling it. I think Jim Rome used to say that. So this is what this only became a good question because of the record he broke. Whose was it? Dennis Martinez. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dennis and Pedro pitched on the same team, by the way. Because Pedro came Expos. up on the Expos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh they were on the I saw Dennis Martinez um pitch live. No, no, no. I didn't see him pitch live. I saw the Expos in Montreal the year Dennis Martinez threw a perfect game. And Ken Hill was the pitcher of the game that I saw. Uh, but I saw Dennis Martinez warming up. But, yeah, he was a tremendous player. Okay, so that's interesting. I would have gotten – how far is and Pedro, Pedro away? He's not far. He Pedro's at 219. Right. Uh, Bartolo, 246. Okay, so I was in the right. You think he's going to – I don't think he's got enough left to For get to 300. 300? Well, when Glavin won 300, I was like, that's going to be the last guy ever to win 300. Nobody will win 300 again. Because they just don't there, do it like they used to no anymore. He's, he would have to put together five, years. five more great years. Well, he'd have to win 11 games for five years. Yeah, he's 45. Right, that's tough. He's got a bunch of kids. That's, oh, it's definitely tough. I mean, I'm not saying it's not tough. I'm just saying, yeah, does I he was, keep going? I was done 20 years ago, so I don't know. Do what you remember I the home see. run he hit when he was a Met? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the greatest, highlights. Greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just, like, lunged for it. <laughs> it was <laughs> one of the greatest <laughs> All right, this is a good uh, segue for this question, then. Um, name either of the two Major League Hall of Famers, Chattanooga Lookouts, female pitcher Jackie Mitchell struck out in an exhibition game in 1931. Now, do you know about this story? No, so okay, ask so me one me more get, time. Let me, give you the, let me give you a couple of pieces of history. Okay, ask me the question one more time before you... I would like you to history. give me either of the two Major League Hall of Fame players, that female pitcher for the Chattanooga Lookouts, Jackie Mitchell, who was 17 years old, Struck out in an exhibition game in 1931. All right, I'll say Babe Ruth. He was one of them. Okay. Because I do remember something of this. So there... Who was the other? Lou Gehrig. Okay. She struck, well, him, out. She struck him out in back-to-back. Yeah, I, I think I do, I do remember so something of this. So the Chattanooga Lookouts are one of the oldest teams in the world. They played at this old minor league baseball park in Chattanooga that uh, a lot of people are clamoring now to get Chattanooga FC to take oh, over. Oh, it's still rehab. there? Yeah, it's still there. It's it's like It makes... Surf Stadium look like a shiny new... Gotcha. Uh, so you're saying it's in disrepair. Right. It's been in disrepair for a long time. But University of Ch- Tennessee Chattanooga got the rights to redevelop the entire zone. So they have like a, a whole thing going on in its potential spot. Right? Okay. Um, so I was reading the history. It's a national historic landmark. It can't be torn down because it was the site of Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig being struck out by a 17-year-old female pitcher in 1931. That's the only reason? No, it's got... Oh, it was, I was going to say. It was in the 1800s, you... but that that was cited in their uh, application for National Historic... That's how they got it. It's part of it. Oh, it's part got it. application, okay. Now, do you know but what movie made that story famous? I think I do. But I'm between two. I, I think The Natural... The Natural had a play on it. Didn't it? Yeah, they they did. But it was the Babe with John Goodman. Okay. They, they did a whole thing. All right. 
with showing her. Gotcha. gotcha. You know, I, I, didn't, him I don't out. think I saw the babe with John Goodman. It's good. So I thought there was something in it. Yeah, natural in the natural, they, 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 there's something similar that happens to him uh, in an in a amateur exhibition contest a long time earlier. But it's a it's a flip because he's not a female pitcher. He, right, goes he strikes, strikes out, out all these. Yeah, the babe or right, whatever it is. To be the babe. Exactly, the babe knockoff. All right, uh, I got one more, and then I have one more sports question. Is yeah, something else here? Yeah, we could just go into geography history. I want to ask the last one I got. Okay. Up to you. Yep, let's do it. Fire away. Oh, Ge- and I got geography. something. I got to ask you this here. I got to okay. ask you this. Okay. You who anything? tweeted besides 4th and 20? I love any question that starts with who tweeted. <laughs> I don't ask a lot of these, but this one just had to be brought up. Who tweeted 4th and 26, my favorite... Is my favorite life accomplishment besides snorting a line off Serena Williams' ass cheeks? Freddie Mitchell. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> Freddie Mitchell. That's absolutely incredible. So Freddie it's Mitchell. Incredible. I just out. brought up fourth and twenty-six, but nevertheless, yeah, yeah. For a Packer fan <laughs> to mention Fred X, but so you're telling me Fred X said in a tweet that he snorted a line off Serena Williams' ass? Yeah, he said, besides fourth and twenty-six, my favorite life okay. achievement. Accomplishment was snorting a line off Serena Williams' ass cheeks. She must party. And then I think he did do it like an LOL or something after it. But Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Your Honor, um, my client clearly was joking. He said LOL, funny face emoji <laughs> with the tongue sticking out and, and two cross eyes, <laughs> yeah, tears. Yeah, yeah. Now, anybody who knows <laughs> emoji culture understands that they're joking. Um, my client didn't find it funny. <laughs> That's... Imagine you're Serena Williams. You got to wake up to that. She's married to Alexis Ohanian. Do you know what uh, what company Alexis Ohanian helped found? Hmm. Is it an automobile company? It is not. It is a website. Okay. I don't know. Reddit. Oh, He's okay. The He's the Reddit guy. Reddit. Yep, yep. She married. Uh, He's very activist and all this stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, he's big on, like, uh, you know, free speech activism and whatever Well, I else. could see that from Reddit, but... Yep. Oh, Alex Jones didn't get banned from Reddit. He's got nope. a whole thing up there. Um, no, or Twitter. Yeah, or Twitter. Jack Dorsey went out and made a comment, yeah, like, hey, he I'm not... He didn't break my rules. Yeah. My rules He's like, I'm not going to are... be pressured into... So I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Um, <laughs> those Nazis need to form, too. That's right, Jack. Um... <laughs> All right, Route 20, the longest continuous road in the United States of America, which I don't know that we either of us knew, uh, connects Newport, Oregon. I always thought it was Route 40. It is not. It is Route 20. Connects ah, my whole Newport, childhood is Oregon just taken from me. To what East Coast city? Route 20? Route 20, longest continuous road in the United States of America, connects right, Newport, I'm gonna say Oregon it's north. To, east, to what East Coast city? I'm going to say it's north of here. It's a good guess. So am I right? You are. Okay. Uh, Route 20 go to Boston? It does. Yes. It ends in Boston. Yes. 3,365 miles. And you know what's funny? Yes. Somebody did the trip this summer and took a picture of the sign in Newport, Oregon that says Boston, 3,365 miles that way. You know what's so funny? And in Boston, it says Newport, Oregon, 3,365 miles. It's, it's miles. funny because I was going to say Newport, Rhode Island. Oh, Newport to Newport. Yeah, but, that's what I was going to say. That but would make I sense. went with Boston and paid Yes. Yeah. Well, that's I, that's actually what I'm thinking might fool people. Like maybe they think it's Newport to Newport and that's yeah, what I they mean, did. Yeah, I mean, I lived it. in Boston. You think I can remember 
don't want Root. <laughs> Root was there, but I, but I don't. Nope. Not exactly a town I love driving around. Yep. Uh, what else you got? Geography, history. Geography, history. I kind of asked you one of my best ge- my. Did you best see what state questions is banning smoking round, on beaches in 2019? New Jersey, right? New Jersey. No longer be able to smoke a heater I on the real- beaches I didn't Jersey. realize you could. <laughs> That's... Any any problem with that? I don't care. I, I hate smoking on beach. Like I hate having to be in somebody else's cigarette path. Yeah, no freedom. No, I don't care about that. No, not taking these people's. No, because away. you're not taking. I'm not taking your. You're taking my freedom away. You're taking my freedom to enjoy a smoke free environment away from me by blowing that crap in my face. It's <laughs> a good point. So I had a guy. There was a guy with a cigar like on the beach last weekend. Right. And it smells. Kill, it smells. Kill, it's like you. a fifty mile radius yeah. in every direction. Yeah. No, there's no place for that. Go get a private club to go smell like a disgusting <laughs> tar pit. I'm fine with that. But, right. but so don't do it. Don't do it on my. You don't beach. have a problem with it. No, because I'm I'm big. I'm a big believer that like it's the it's the exact same as me showing up on a beach with the loudest boombox you've ever heard and dictating what kind of music everybody's going to listen to that day. So now I want you know EDM blasting on a beach. Everybody's got to put up with it. So my personal freedom to play it isn't ruined. No, they say noise permit. Get that crap off. Shut it off. Nobody wants to hear your EDM all day. It's the same thing with smoking. Nobody wants to smell your smoke. Yeah, there's nothing worse than going to the beach and you can hear somebody's radio. The, the only thing worse than hearing somebody's radio is when you hear two radios at the same time. Competing against each <laughs> yes, other. That's, right. that's the absolute worst. Or like one worst. of them's all talk radio, so it's like, <laughs> you know, really fast. Like I, oh, it is nice now. These, these kids now, they all got headphones, so you don't have to they just all sit there next to each other with their headphones Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Texting each other. Be neither seen nor heard. I'm all for it. <laughs> Um, all right, you got one more in uh, sure. in geography history because I don't have anything left to uh, ask you. All right, I got something you could actually help me with. Oh, here. actually, I, I do. I, 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 have, one, I have one more. I have one more. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, this isn't in, but I'll put it in there. Just uh, over under. Just over under. Under twenty five. Twenty five. How many U.S. states have changed capital cities in their history? Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot. I'll say under. Over. 26. Uh, uh, that's crazy? a lot. Isn't that crazy? That's a lot. Yeah, because, like, you start doing that to me, now I'm going to be all confused. Because it took me forever to remember the ones well, we and, had. And we haven't had one change in forever. in forever. Right. And there hasn't been, there's a lot of states that haven't been around that long. So that's really surprising to me. How do you, how bad do you have to be to lose the capital? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how's that decision made? Ask about Montgomery. Oh, right. Yeah, well, there you go. Weren't they the capital of the Confederacy? I'm sure there was a couple. And then of them, it became there. Richmond. Richmond. Yeah. Well, Richmond was the one that right I think that was stuck. the the one that stuck. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, All got... right so here's something I got for you. Mm-hmm. This is. I was going to ask this in a more or less question, but I, I just I don't have this thing perfectly crafted yet, so just bear with me. But sure. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, I know it. You do know that? I do. All right. It's a legitimate source. Okay. They have a list of Confederate monuments. Mm-hmm. Okay. According to the Southern Poverty Law Center, list of Confederate monuments, are there more Confederate mon- monuments now or less Confederate monuments now than in 2016? More. I'm going for the contrarian answer. <laughs> yeah, so... You know, how do you even explain that? Be- oh, they're because putting they're, them up? 
because they're towns are getting down. outraged. They're, they're like, they're taking them out down. We're getting three more up. They're, you know what they're doing? You know what they're doing? You know how they did this? No. They're now claiming more things as, as Confederate monuments. Oh. So in other words, they're not, they're not they're erecting not, they're them. They're not erecting them. But but they're, they're, saying, like, they're like, that, no, that's a monument. That's that courthouse. That's, yes. That's where we used to hang them. Yeah, so that there, counts. There was like 1,500 back in 2016, then they started tearing them down, and now there's 1,740. How anybody minus. can make the claim that this isn't a racist heritage that you're trying to hold on to is just like so. Oh, un- with the Confederacy? Yeah, it's like yeah, so. Un- it's, so it's like, no, no, no. You went to war because you wanted to use black people as slaves forever. That's why we fought. And stop talking about your granddaddy because this was in 1865. <laughs> like, nobody is alive today that anybody was alive then. Yeah, no. That you can no make, one that, cares. <laughs> make that it's, claim. It's, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Right. You don't see the Germans you being You lost like, the right, war. Right. You, you don't see the Germans being like, you can't take that down. That is Hitler history. We must have that out and to you preserve. And you can't yeah. act so stupid as to think it's not offensive to an entire race of people that were enslaved for centuries it's, that the war was fought to free. It, that, so it's that, like, how reason, can you not... If you want to know not, the reason we're in the state we are in this country, I'll explain my philosophy on politics in a nutshell with the audience. It's because the fringes control politics. Okay? Oh, that's true. And what I mean by that is if you take 100% of the voter population, right? Okay, let's start with the fact that 55% of them do not vote at all. Okay. Okay. They're out. Right. They're out. So now you're left with 45% of the eligible voter voters. population. Yep. At best, that's split, what, 50-50 pretty much any given election. Maybe it's 48-52. Who cares? But right, Well, though, I mean, to go with your argument, what right. I would say is maybe 33% of us in either direction pretty much align with the party and just okay. go that way. Okay. So that leaves a third like the fringe. I don't no, know no, if no, it's no, a third but, no, no, or how much is, is the this, fringe. This is how I would say it. I'm saying out of the people that vote in a given year, yeah. right? Of your 44%. Right. So let's say uh, 40 go one direct or 45 go one direction, 45 go another direction, right. 10 go third party or whatever. So we could take the 10% out. That That is fringe. They're a different type of fringe, but we can add them later. Okay. The reason why I... I'm thinking of the swing voters. That's what, that's what I'm yes, talking and, about. Yes. And that's... Okay. So that 10%, but they joined the Democrats or Republicans as to be swing voters. Yeah. What I'm saying is that 10% who votes Green Party or Libertarian, they hold no influence. So it doesn't make a difference what they do because they're not politically important in terms of the grand scheme of how these parties operate. Right. So, that's not what I was talking no. about. No. So out of now the... Now you're down to 22.5% of the population on both sides. 22.5% Democrat, 22.5%. Okay. That represents roughly who voted out of the eligible population that wasn't third party. Okay. Now out of that group, out of each 22%, the group that controls the actual party politics, the voting, the uh, you know the, uh, the whole thing in terms of management, which candidates get uh, uh, you know nominated, all of those things, it's like... 10% of the 22%, right? It's the far, far left that raise money for the Democrats, sure. and it's the far, far right gotcha, gotcha. that make money for, that, yeah, that raise money for the Republicans. I'm certainly not out there raising money for no. any party. The average Somebody's person doing voted, it. Right. right. Somebody is spending countless amounts of time, and they have an I, I agenda, and if that you. agenda is God or abortion So you're or saying whatever, it's about 2.5% right, of that, the people that, that are actually the party's platform going to rallies. Yeah, that are doing all of these things to get it set up. So in any given year when the Republicans win or the Democrats win, you're left with the agenda of the 2.5% of crazies that got set up for what that platform was to begin with. The majority of the people who voted either way don't care about any of that stuff. 
it, it means nothing to them. They're just trying to focus on the basic stuff that does mean stuff, and they're like, eh, you know, who do I hate less out well, of what yeah. you've given me? A lot of times it comes down to who would I rather go out for a beer with if I was forced. Right, because most of the fringe agenda <laughs> on both like sides better? is like, you're like, oh, man, I've got this side's fringe agenda, and it is repugnant, and then I've got this side's fringe agenda, and it's, like, disturbing. Right. So it's like, which one do I want to associate with more? Yeah. The one that's, like, a total insane... Uh, you know, won't call a spade a spade under any circumstance, or one that is probably like ninety percent racist. <laughs> you know, like which one of you how should did, I vote how for? How did the Republican Party just get to find this big racist stuff? Well, that, here, what, what what happened along the way? He, that... Here's the well, it's pretty simple. They started making broad, uh, broad claims about entire groups. All Mexicans are rapists. They're all illegal. Oh, They're like so. Members. So when Trump said, "I want to build a wall to keep the Mexicans out," and his popularity went up, right? Because like, people the roof, right? But people like that. <laughs> they they like scapegoating and blaming and whatever else. Yeah, but that's, like Obama was trying to do the same thing. It doesn't matter. It's a matter about how you spin it. But that's not even the point. Just brush brushing all a group, an entire group with a category saying they're all this or they're all that. That's the definition of ignorance and racism because there's heroes and villains in every group. Every single group on the planet has good people and bad people. It doesn't even matter I mean, what religion, Every what single race, person whatever. has good and bad in them. I well, mean, there you go. So, <laughs> well, now you're getting like, even you more even, and... Can't even define a person as being good or bad. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you can. But people definitely make mistakes and whatever. But there's a level between, you know. Yeah. I mean, the, I think we, all, we all try to be. Uh, so this is actually an interesting follow-up. Uh, and it gave me one that was going to be on a quiz in two weeks. But I, can, I might be able to stick it in there. Do you know what single invention they are crediting with the massive political shift of Southern Democrats to Southern Republicans over the last 50 years? They're saying one specific invention is the reason why the Democrats, which used to be completely based in the South, are now overwhelmed by conservatives in the South. It's a fascinating article. I don't know, you know, what the scientific data is, but the, uh, the claim is that this single right, invention so, excuse is Excuse me what the whole it. thing one more time. Okay, so what technical invention or what technical innovation is credited with a major shift in population from conservatives in the North to conservatives in the South? So you're saying there used to be a lot of Democrats in the South? Yes. The, the South was almost all Democrat a long time ago. I did not know that. Yes. 100%. So this invention changed all that. Yes. Hmm. Once this started to become economically viable and available and all over the place, it caused a massive shift of people moving to the south and over oh, time air conditioning you got it you hit it i needed one, I, needed, I needed to be talked through it but 100 yeah, percent, you nailed it air conditioning that is what they credited with this massive shift because as people got older and started retiring and looking for cheaper land and looking to be in a place that's more spacious and rural and open that's great Except but it's 100 degrees, degrees outside and you're going to die. You need air conditioning. So once air conditioning became readily available... And what those, year was air conditioning ready, readily available? I mean, it's probably started the in, what, the 50s, yeah. Okay. So that shift started to push I mean, did Carrier start as an air conditioning brand, or was that something... Was that like refrigeration? It's probably refrigeration first. Hmm. That's an 
That's an interesting. Not question. even sure when the refrigerator became like a because like. Like when you were watching Lassie, didn't William they have like Carrier an in Buffalo, New York, invented the first air conditioner in 1902. Okay. So, and it was uh, well. There you go. Free trivia. William Carrier of the Carrier Corporation. I thought Buffalo, he was the first. Yep. So, which are now producing their air conditionings in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, let's move on to is? entertainment. We're giving them their money's worth here. We're over an hour already. Over an hour already. I know. Where does time go? Jeez. It's impressive. All right, me or you? I'll start you off here. Uh, Lisa Kudrow played which two characters on Friends? She played Phoebe? Yes. And her porn star sister? Yes. <laughs> Do I have to come up with a name? Yes. You want to accept porn star sister? No. I got a story about that, though. Oh, man. Phoebe's sister's name it's is... A constellation. It's a Constellation. Oh, no, no. It, so- it sounds like a constellation. It sounds like it. It's like a shortened version of it. It's probably a terrible clue. I just gave you a terrible clue. It just crushed me. I, have, I think I had it on the tip of my tongue. There's not a lot of names that start with a U. Ursula. You got it. Yeah, I was thinking Ursa. Ursa Minor. Ursa yeah, Minor. Yep. Ursa Major, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep, okay. Um, Ursula. So here's what's interesting about that. Did you know that Ursula, the character... Played by Lisa Kudrow, was on a different show on NBC that used to come before or after, that used to follow Friends. Did Seinfeld follow Friends? No. Oh, Will and Grace, did that follow Friends? Nope. Hmm. Frasier? Nope. I'm striking out all over the place. Not Cheers. Nope. You are striking out all over the place. You've basically named every single show. What did they used to call that Thursday night must see TV? Must see, it was Home part, Improvement. It was part no because that was ABC. Yeah. But it was part of it was part of the NBC lineup. Paul Reiser was the star of it. Who I know. Mad you about like. you. Mad about you. So Ursula was in Ursula Buffet was in Mad About You and dated. Uh, Remember that dude with the really bad receding hairline? I think it was his brother or cousin or whatever. It was kind of, the... but... yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was in that uh, on that show first, and when they they made her, they never said her last name, but they made Phoebe Buffay her twin sister, so she wouldn't conf- be confused. Gotcha. From one show to another. Gotcha. As the same actress playing two different roles, so they just said, "Okay, we'll invent you as the twin, twin sister, sister and play off that." Cool. Yeah, there you go. What else you got? I got one more for you, and then we could call it a show. Uh, what actor has been named special representative of the Russian Ministry of Foreign Affairs? Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you asked me that question, because <laughs> the last question I was going to ask you is just so perfect to, to ask with Steven Seagal as the last guest. I heard, I heard that. I heard he did like, hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I, like, oh. Is this really happening? Yeah, this guy's... Do they know that this guy is an actor? He's not just an actor, Nick. He's also like a deputy is in like sheriff? southern Louisiana <laughs> or something like that. Like Yo, is that Steven Seagal pulling us over? <laughs> uh, no, uh, it looks like he's got at least kids. 100 pounds on Steven Seagal. <laughs> oh, no, it's Steven Seagal. All right. Before starring in Bloodsport. What in the air? What multi-nation, uh, what multi-name action star was originally cast as Predator to play the Predator in makeup? Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yes. 
Jean-Claude Van Johnson. If we're mentioning Steven Seagal, I got to get his counterpart, counterpart, the European Seagal, out there. So did you know that Jean-Claude Van Damme was the original Predator? They got him out to set. He was dressed up in the whole thing and whatever else. He started kicking people karate style, knocked some production assistant or whatever, and they fired him. Really? No, I didn't know that. And then they brought in somebody else to play the role. That's funny. So he got kicked off being the Predator on the set of the Predator. And the guy who did Predator was not famous, right? We never heard no. from him again? No, he was just a dude in a... Yeah, they said, hey, can can you wear this and not kick people, please? And he's like, yeah, I could do that. And they're like, good. <laughs> do it. <laughs> Don't kick people. All right, you want to end us uh, on a, All right, I'll on end a higher this. note than Jean-Claude Van Damme? I think I'm still going to give you one more. Nah, I'll All save right. that for next week. Never mind. True or false, Wes Craven was born Wesley Craven. Is that true or false? False. True. Why is that Wesley Craven? Wes Craven. Yeah. No, doesn't that just sound like a scary name? And then the guy who, like... He was starts, actually just Wes Craven? It, it's actually his real name. It's was Wes Edgar Craven. Allan Poe born Edgar? Because now that's a scary name. When I think it's of true. the scariest names I've ever heard in my life, that is right at I the I mean, if you're talking about a guy who directs horror movies for a living and his name is Wes Craven... Right, and now if you had said, like, Rob Zombie's real name is Rob, <laughs> Rob Zombie, Zombie, yeah, like, but... false. <laughs> like, that's not, that can't possibly be true. So, yeah, well, that's good. All right, Wes Craven, way to live the life. Life of your name. Right. All right, guys, that's it for us. For Nick, my name is Drew. Episode 70 is in the books. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 